Hello and welcome to Impact the Borough, a podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, President and CEO of the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. Each week, a Chamber staff member will sit down with a guest to discuss what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs, develop our workforce, and tell the inspiring story of Greensboro to the world. This podcast is brought to you by Truliant Federal Credit Union a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information. All right, everyone, we're here for the fourth and final episode of the Launch Greensboro podcast. We're super excited today because we have some special guests, all of which are members of our board at Launch Greensboro. So Cliff and I, obviously, as you know, are on the board, but today joining us, we also have Jonathan Kelly and Ursula Dudley Oglesby joining us. We're all excited to tell you a little bit about ourselves, but more importantly, about our contribution and thoughts on Launch Greensboro and the general Greensboro entrepreneurial landscape and the vision for launch as we continue to grow. As a reminder, the Chamber podcast focuses on what we're doing to start and grow businesses and tell the inspiring stories of Greensboro to the world. And we at Launch Greensboro specifically help to accelerate growth for entrepreneurs starting businesses in the Greensboro triad area by providing education, mentoring, and access to capital. That's what we're here to talk about today. We're really excited we're going to start with Cliff, and there's some interesting connectivity. Um, we realized at the beginning of the year when we had our first board meeting with the new board that there were a lot of us that had had a boomerang situation leaving the Greensboro area and, and ultimately coming back here to establish our careers or reestablish our careers. And so we realized today that we all have had that experience. And so we're going to start off with Cliff and just go around the circle and tell a little bit about ourselves, who we are, why we're on the board, what we love about it and some any any interesting or exciting businesses or trends that are coming up for you right now. That's great. Well, thank you, Kelly. And um, thanks, Jonathan and Ursula, for being on the show with us today. So a little bit about me. I was born in Chicago, grew up in Greensboro, uh, left to go to college uh, in Indiana, then lived in Chicago for a little bit, and then Atlanta, and then ended up coming back here about uh, six years ago now. We, uh, before I left uh, right after college, my family and I started a business called Thompson Traders. We manufacture uh, and import sinks for the kitchen and bath, primarily residential. We do everything here, but all of our manufacturing is done Mexico, India, other places. Um, uh, we distribute our product mostly through wholesale channels. So uh, Ferguson's, uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, Menards, uh, and then a, a large group of other independent dealers. We're a family-owned business, so uh, I was very much involved at the start of the company. I left pretty early on because I was getting married and uh, didn't have any money. So I couldn't convince my wife to live in my parents' basement with me. I don't know why. I thought it was very selfish of her. Really? That's terrible, right? <laughs> I was involved in a startup and you know starting the business, um, but really it was my family. Um, so my younger brother and my older sister and mom really kind of jumped in. And today we have um, we have about 50 employees total, 184,000 square foot warehouse. We sell product all over uh, the U.S. and Canada, and then a little bit in Europe. It's been really weird looking at the business now and you know where it was. It's weird. We've been reminiscing a lot lately. We hit some some pretty big milestones this year. And, uh, that's awesome. But yeah, that's so that's it. And um, real quick on Greensboro, I moved back from Atlanta to Greensboro 
I think best decisions I ever made because Greensboro is just, it's an incredible city. A lot of really, I think, positive energy happening now, um, some positive changes. I don't think you can really appreciate Greensboro if you grew up here and you've lived here your whole life. You don't appreciate it until you go live somewhere else and then you come back. Then you can really appreciate it. That, that's my plug for Greensboro. I love it here. And, I like it. I'm supporting the plug. I, I'm yeah. completely drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Tell us why you decided to be on the board. I've been involved with the board um, almost since I, since I moved back. And I really, honestly, I, the reason I got involved, I just really enjoyed business in general. So all types of, and I wanted to try to, I wanted to volunteer in something, but I wanted to volunteer in something that I really liked. So then getting involved with something that was going to help, I felt like this was something that I could get involved with that I could be passionate about. Uh, they could also be very impactful. That's initially why I got involved. And now I, the reason I stay involved is uh, I've got to meet people like, you know, Ursula and Jonathan and Kelly. They're all like Greensboro rock stars who are just incredible people. Uh, so lucky to have people like you guys here. The relationships I've made have just been awesome. Um, so I love it and just really want to want to do more. And I think we've got a, a great group here that's really uh, all pushing uh, and kind of rowing in the same direction. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that for sure. Well, thank you. Um, Ursula, I'm going to tag you next. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Kelly. And it's great to be on this podcast with you and Jonathan and Clifford. Um, I'm Ursula Dudley Oglesby, and I'm CEO of Dudley Beauty Corp, LLC, I'm second generation um, family business. So my parents started the business in 1967, um, right here in Greensboro, selling hair care products and cosmetics, door-to-door. Uh, -door, and now we sell all over the U.S. in beauty salons and barbershops and in nine different countries. So I'm very, very, truly, truly blessed. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really wonderful. I lived here till I was 10, then moved to Chicago, grew up in Chicago. So um, went to high school there, then came back here, and then went away to uh, college and law school and came back uh, to Greensboro. So love Greensboro. Uh, it's really a great place for entrepreneurship. You know, one of the things that I've seen over the years is I, you know, when I came back originally, you know, you, you had some entrepreneurship obviously happening, but there's so much more of a push now. You've got entrepreneurship as a major in a number of the universities here. I know at UNC Greensboro, at North Carolina a and I think maybe it's still a minor. It's available. And it wasn't available before. You have all, before. You've got all sorts of entrepreneurship centers. You've got Launch Greensboro, which is absolutely fantastic. I mean, I love being a part of the board because one of the things that happens is you get a chance to see emerging businesses. You get a chance to see businesses that are in um, stages of raising, you know, large capital amounts for their business. Um, so you get to see businesses at all different stages and really see them, you know, evolve. And in addition to that we have the opportunity of seeing other businesses within our community who are already established and doing well and to be able to network with other business owners is fantastic. So uh, the landscape has definitely changed. We really do a lot here in Greensboro to promote entrepreneurship. You know, I'm happy to be a part of that fabric and as I said, of the next generation and um, it's a great place to be if you want to be an entrepreneur. You know, it's never uh, been a better time to own your own business than, than now. So I, I encourage everyone, if you're thinking about it, yes, it's a lot of work. Yes, it takes money. Yes, it takes a lot of grit, but do it. And do it. Greensboro is the place to do it. Totally. Agree. I totally agree. agree. Very well said, Ursula. Absolutely. Thanks. Jonathan? Yeah, thank you so much for having me here today. I, uh, I owe a great deal to Greensboro. And uh, for me, it was just this incredibly special place. And I just really felt like I was really fortunate to have, in my faith tradition, have Lord put a lot of really good people in my path. And that made it 
a very special place. And I think with respect to entrepreneurship, I probably feel a little bit more of an imposter just knowing how, how hard entrepreneurship is. And I think the real entrepreneurs who are constantly finding ways to build and grow their enterprises in excess of the resources they might have. I mean, those are the folks that we all, all try to honor and really celebrate that ideal. Uh, for me, I grew up uh, here in Greensboro. I spent a lot of time in, uh, in the country, as we would say, uh, and one of my grandmothers had a farm, so everything from helping plant vegetables, pull weeds, shucking corn in the fall, tangentially tied to the tradition of farming that was traditional here in, in Guilford County for a number of uh, a number of African American families in the county. And so I was thankful that you know my grandmother was able to help me learn about that, and my father worked in construction. You know, when we got old enough, he would take us to the job site. I remember, I think just as I entered middle school, he made a decision to leave, you know, a very, a job that was very attractive for him and explained to us that he was doing it, my brother and I doing it for us, that he wanted us to have a piece of America and he wanted to build something. And it was hard to kind of explain, why would you, why would you do something like that, right? I mean, what is, you know, things are good. Why do something, why, why change change something. And I think, yeah, for me, I didn't really fully appreciate the importance of entrepreneurship, you know, for many years to come. You know, I, I saw growing up in a, in a household with an entrepreneur, the challenges that come with it. But I was also really fortunate when I was in high school to have the chance to meet Ursula's family and uh, had a visit to their house in Kernersville. Her father had sponsored and been supportive of a group at Dudley High School where I attended um, the Dudley Fellows. He had us over and he talked about some of the benefits of entrepreneurship. He talked about all the people um, that he was able to, he and his family and his wife Eunice were able to, to be supportive of and creating a way of life for themselves and those that they cared about all throughout the country. He talked about being able to rise above many of the challenges that were germane to the lives that we were living at the time. And I think I was able to kind of see and connect that with, you know, what happened with my father and my mother and and their desire to build something better for my brother and I. I ran away from entrepreneurship for a long time and I love Greensboro, but I just knew I couldn't be here if I couldn't stand on my own two feet. And I ended up spending, going away for school and ultimately working with families around the world doing capital allocation in their closely held businesses and then decided I wanted to do the same thing my father said, which is create something to kind of have a piece of America. And I came back and have been really thankful to do that. My company, Symmetric Holdings, owns has investments, but also has an operating company with other 100, 150 employees and operates in multiple states. And it's been, you know, been really thankful to be able to do that and operate uh, and work in Greensboro, but still be able to touch touch a bigger world. Absolutely. And will you tell us a little bit about how you came to be on the board of Launch Greensboro and why it's important to you? I was still trying to sort out you know, where was the best place to settle down and was fortunate enough to meet Cliff. And uh, Cliff really, really encouraged me. His family's business, Thompson's Traders, you know, is about half a mile down the street from my dad's construction uh, business on East, East Market Street. And I think it really spoke to me about the future and the vision that he had and his family had for what was possible in Greensboro, especially around the East, East Greensboro corridor. And so his actions and his, his family's commitment, just it just screamed a commitment and a belief in this place. And I haven't gone to school at Dudley around the corner 
I think that was really all I needed to hear. And I wanted to do anything I could do to be supportive to him and the efforts he had because he was walking out you know, his beliefs. Yeah. I think I was the fortunate one to meet you, though. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can echo a lot of what you're saying, Jonathan, about I, my father was also in construction and also went out on his own. And I have thought a lot uh, in recent years about how I completely was raised by an entrepreneur from, you know, always, but I never really put that together. And that I always was wanting to do that. And then also, you know, going back to what Ursula was saying about like, when I went to college, that was not a degree, a minor, that was not even a word, you know, that was just not an option. And so I don't think I, I didn't know that that was what I wanted to be. And I kept getting into these jobs that would be corporate and then really like struggling to want to make it different or do it my own way. And finally I realized like, oh, the, the thing that's happening here is I want to run my own company. But it took me a while to get to it because even though, like I said, I watched it modeled to me all those years, I didn't quite understand um, why he had taken all those risks. And, you know, we certainly had the ups and downs of, of like a self-owned business of a family-owned business. And so that really resonates for me. And I think one of the things in general about being on this board is that there is so much connectivity between the the experience of like growing up in Greensboro and then thinking, you know, I have to go experience life somewhere else. I, I like need to see a bigger world out there. It's whether it's for school or job experience. And then coming back here and having an appreciation that certainly I didn't have before. And one of the times that I think that was most powerful for me is before I was on the board of launch, the chamber had asked me to speak on a panel. And when I was speaking, it was like the first time I'd ever said it out loud. And I got really choked up about how homesick for Greensboro I had gotten over the years that I had lived in LA. And it made me realize like, I have such a deep love for this area and the South. And for a long time, I just didn't see see a way for me to make a, you know, to make a life here and, and have all the things I wanted to have. And when I, I moved back, which has now been six or seven years ago, it's been so exciting to now see all these things that I felt like I was missing when I moved away, but that now have fully, you know, developed. And, and I think they're having so many people that feel so passionate about Greensboro and the opportunities here and that people do lift up entrepreneurs like that to me has been really inspiring. You know, for me, when I came to the board, I was really talking to Jen and Luann about, you know, I want to do something that is impactful. I want to join, I want to be a part of something where I feel like I can really, you know, contribute and that I'm not just, you know, coming to meetings and I don't really know what, how to do that for entrepreneurs. Like I can't invest in every single company that comes along, even if I want to, like what else can I do? And launch has really been that it really made it clear to me that there's so much more than just investment, that like the community piece and the collaboration and the support of entrepreneurs is so much more than just investment. Certainly that's a large part of it, but that's been something that's been really exciting for me to understand and sort of dial up that there is is uh, so much opportunity to support across the board. And, and for us, especially, I think it gets all of us fired up. And then that's something that we really like can pass on to uh, entrepreneurs and the community in general. Do your story real quick. I don't think I know your story and it's got to be awesome. I grew up in uh, Oak Ridge back when um, Jonathan sort of like you said, when uh, that was like the country, like nobody from Greensboro wanted to drive to Oak Ridge, which is so funny now because Oak Ridge is now like Oak Ridge. So I never really felt like I lived in Greensboro because that was like where we went for special occasions. And then I moved like as soon, I graduated college early and as soon as I could, I moved to Los Angeles. That was like the deal I made with my parents. And within the first year, 
through the job that I got, I met a woman who had gone to high school with Madonna's manager. And my second job in LA was working for Madonna. And so it was amazing. And also boot camp and like being hazed in the craziest way in the entertainment industry. But it's where I met my current business partners. And it ended up taking me on a journey that you know, when I say I didn't know I wanted to be an entrepreneur, I certainly, you know, growing up in Oak Ridge, I did not know anything about the entertainment industry. Having that end up be where the largest part of my career was spent was an unexpected twist, but one that has taught me so much. And it definitely helped me understand, you know, it helped me understand a lot of things. It definitely helped establish a pretty uh, crazy work ethic, but also understanding like how to connect with people, which ultimately led me to marketing. And so now I own a marketing agency with my business partners and we quartered here in Greensboro. And so it's been awesome for us to be able to hire people here that and offer people an opportunity here that when I was coming out of college, this type of business just wasn't one that was around these parts. So it's been really exciting to be back here and really build a business here. And Kelly, I think um, one last thing on you and your business, which I think is super cool. You, you guys also have a, a venture fund, right? Yeah. So um, my partners and I, a couple of years ago, because we were part of the work that we do is um, connect celebrities with startups. And we just were starting to really get asked a lot why we didn't have a venture fund. We, we get a lot of access to early stage companies. And, you know, the reason we didn't have one is because we did not know one thing about it. And we just were like, that's not what we do. Then my partners and I just kind of looked at each other and we're like, but why not? You know, why we can, we can learn how to do that. So it's been a really interesting journey of of educating ourselves in a world where, you know, we are not the typical, uh, my business partner and I are both, you know, 40 year old females. When we started, it was 35, we were 35. And so it's been an, an interesting, um, I would not say it has been like a welcoming experience, but super proud. Our, our fund is 25 million. We are well on our way. Like we, we definitely have carved out our place here, but it's, that's another thing that has been a very unexpected, but really rewarding part of building a business. That is a really, uh, really an outstanding story. And Again, it just, as I said earlier, it's so amazing, the talent and the depth of experience, I think, that small sampling of the board of Launch Greensboro has on this call right now. Um, really, really outstanding. And that's what gets me really excited about the whole, the whole group and the whole process. Um, me too. Me too. A lot of fun. So Ursula and Jonathan, are there things that like trends or current things that you're seeing in Greensboro or want to see moving forward when we think about, obviously this year has had a unique set of challenges, but when we think about the landscape here, what are the things that you would say are most important that we continue to focus on or build looking forward? I think that, uh, you know, one of the things that I've noticed um, that I'm very excited about is just the ability of the farms here in Greensboro to be flexible. You know, with the pandemic, you know, people have pivoted very, very quickly to do what needs to be done to not just survive, but in a lot of cases, thrive. Um, you know, I belong to some different organizations of, of business owners and um, the companies that I'm in these associations with are doing quite well because they, you know, we talked about things coming and started preparing for a lot of you know, what's happening, although you can only prepare for so much because you, you have no idea this is our first time in a pandemic. You know, I'm excited that uh, they've been able to be very flexible and, and move forward. And I think that's kind of what happens in Greensboro is that we are a community of business owners. I mean, we're just a community, period, but we're a community of, of business owners that look forward to helping each other and supporting each other. And that's part of the beauty of being here 
in the in Greensboro in the triad area because actually my business is in High Point mm -hmm. uh, but really to be a part of a group of people that makes a difference you know that 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 helps you know to support each other and also the other piece of that is that you know we have some great chambers with the Greensboro Chamber with the High Point Chamber they really have helped tremendously to um, support us in all the ways that we're, that we're looking for. You know, for example, one of the things that I'm doing is I am going back into the manufacturing side of the business and both chambers have been instrumental in helping me move forward with that project. So um, we truly are in a fantastic place here in the triad area, you know, with entrepreneurship. Yeah, when you were talking about um, pivoting like that, I was thinking that you really have done that too. Like you, you know, obviously with this and salons closing and, and it changing your business so much. I remember in one of the meetings that we had that, that you had like pivoted to manufacturing, which I think is, is so awesome and impressive to because you did it so swiftly. Can you talk a little bit about that, about how you did that and what's happening on that front? Oh, sure. Um, and thank you. It, it hasn't been swift, but <laughs> but it has been happening. to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, once I made the decision, then I had I had to find a place, and you know, the chambers both helped me with finding a place, and then of course meeting with the city and getting you know different approvals. So both chambers have helped me with that. I mean, you know, so it's a process. You know, like you say uh, with you and the venture capital piece. You know, you say well. I don't exactly know what I'm doing. Yes, my parents did it, but that doesn't mean I know how to do it. Let me learn how to do it. So <laughs> I am in that learning phase, but you know, it's happening. And that's the part that's really exciting is that, you know, I'm getting support from, from everywhere, you know, from different yeah. businesses, from the chambers, from my different associations, from Launch Greensboro, you know, so all of that makes a difference in helping. So we're getting there. Uh, we're not quite there, but we're getting there. <laughs> I love it. I, I definitely agree. I think one of the things that I found to be true about being an entrepreneur is it can be lonely, you know, unlike in a corporate world where you have these big teams, you know, when you're trying to figure out a pivot or learn an entirely new piece of business, there isn't you know, a step-by-step -step framework or a team that's there to walk you through it. You're learn. I mean, Denise and I, my business partner and I joke around a lot, but like we've learned everything the hard way. And so one of the things that we focus on a lot is like helping entrepreneurs, not like giving them a leg up so they don't have to. But I think that is part of what having such a good support system and like the chambers and launch provide is sort of helping you navigate without having to learn everything, you know, the hard way. Hey, Jonathan, I think um, you've lived all over the world. I think you've lived in Dubai and Singapore and, and Europe as well. And when you're kind of looking at these, these different uh, places, what, what do you think uh, things that Greensboro could be doing or should be doing to foster the entrepreneurship environment? Yeah, I think I've had a chance to, I've been fortunate and blessed to kind of work with, work with companies in North America, South America, Southeast Asia, and, and do business in, in the UK. It's been important in coming back home, I think, to really think about what what are the unique things that you bring to bear. So when you think globally and you're competing in business, there's a concept of comparative advantage and this this question about what is it that you bring to the table that's different that doesn't make your business a commodity. And I think when you think about the competitiveness of com communities, it's important to think about what is special about a particular community versus another community. I think in terms of trend and, and thinking about opportunity, I think Greensboro has an exceptional opportunity to really claim what's unique to itself in the sense that you had UNCG, which was, was an all-girls school um, up until, you know, I guess maybe the last half century. Um, and you've got one of the largest public 
HBCUs in the country and AMC. And I think the foundation that those two institutions provide is they've, they've effectively supported our ecosystem with a pipeline of talent from those communities. And I think also the circumstances and a context for which there's an expectation of success. Again, I've, I've, as you mentioned, I've had a chance to, to live and work in, in the Middle East, Southeast Asia, chance to go to Harvard, um, a couple of degrees there. I still think, you know, sitting in front of Miss um, Eunice Dudley with a proposed, my first business proposal to get funding to go to a camp in Michigan, you know, really set the bar for me in business, right? I mean, I've, I've dealt with, you know, people, people that you read about in newspapers, um, titans of enterprise. But in my mind, when I think about a business person, a tough-minded business person, I think about, you know, the experiences I had here with Miss Dudley. And, you know, even when I came back, she was opening up her beauty school on Elm Street. And I'm just thinking, you know, a lot of things you could do with your time. And it was, you know, I felt like I was, you know, 14, 14, 15, again, as she was giving me advice and how to think. So I think we have to, we've got to really cherish what's special and what we have that nobody has in the same, in the same way to offer and draw strength from that. And I think at a time for this country, if, if women and underrepresented minority businesses can't succeed in Greensville, where can you see to succeed in the country, right? And so that should be a strength and an asset to this community in, a, in addition to everything else. But we should also recognize other places don't have that birthright, right? This community has been a part of progress, the stories, some of the pain that's happened, but the progress is such an important part of our future and I think we need to we need to understand that that is an endowment of opportunity that really will be fuel for our community to move forward, especially as it relates to a culture and an ecosystem for entrepreneurs. That's so true. I think that's so well said. It made me think while you were saying that, Ursula, did you always know you were going to come back and take over the family business? Was that always? I always knew that I was going to come and work with the family business. I did not realize that I would be in charge in running the family business. So <laughs> that wasn't on my radar, but you know, uh, what I always say is that sometimes, you know, God orders your steps. And so it was meant to be. Yeah, very true. I am um, in one of the first board meetings that we had with the two of you. I, that story, when Jonathan said that, told that story, I was just like, the, you know, connectivity and the history here really is, I, I hear stories like that a lot. And, and I do think it's part of what makes Greensboro so special. I really agree with you, Jonathan, that, and I had not really even thought about it in the, in terms of the history specifically for women and minorities in that way. But I, I think that's so true and definitely think that that's a part of our story that we don't, or that I, I haven't thought a lot about and want to, and like really think about how to, to weave that into the fabric of what really does make it special here. So Cliff, do you want to tell us a little bit about the vision for launch moving forward and the fund? Speaking of funds. Yeah, I think um, when you look when you look at the ecosystem in uh, for entrepreneurship in in Greensboro, uh, you know, as Ursula mentioned, we have there's a few different places where you can kind of go to kind of get this early stage startup help. Um, launch Greensboro, of course, I think is is work that Luann and Jen have done to build this programming out and uh, the assistance, the mentorship, all of this is really, it's really outstanding. You have a program to help kind of at every level of every business, um, from early stage startups to uh, established businesses that want to grow and hit the next level. And you have mentors. Uh, Greensboro is, is just has a wealth of very seasoned 
individuals who can really kind of help businesses and that are willing to help businesses, uh, which is a key thing because there's a lot of people that just aren't willing to help, but there's a lot of people that are willing to jump in uh, and help businesses, um, you know, volunteer to help them grow and teach them and help them avoid these pitfalls. And one of the things that uh, was, was missing um, was this uh, funding source. Um, if you look at other communities that have done a really good job, I think, in the re revitalization effort, Tom Barkin as well, the, the Fed chair, the Richmond Fed chair, uh, brought it up in one of his most recent talks is, is these, these communities are investing in their businesses and um, helping uh, create startups. One of the things we were missing was a funding source. So a couple of years ago, we created the, the first launch capital fund. It is a, a small fund that is uh, set up to help invest in seed and uh, startup pre-revenue companies uh, or just at revenue. But we're, we're focused. We have um, about a million dollars. We have, um, but we're making, you know, small to not so small investments, anywhere from $25,000 to $150,000 in these companies um, that are eligible. You know, there has to be scalability. There has to be this this potential for growth, but we have this available and we are in very interested in looking at your business. Um, if you think you, if you think you're interested, if you're raising capital, if you'd like to talk, we're, uh, we're always available. You can go to firstlaunchcapitalfund.com, uh, get more information there. There's a little application that you can fill out, but we're there. We're very interested um, and we're really happy uh, and looking to help triad-based businesses grow. One of the cool things we've actually started to get some inquiries from businesses outside of the triad uh, that are interested in funding uh, and are willing to move to the triad uh, to get funding from, uh, from this fund. It's a, it's a neat tool that I think is going to add a lot of value to the entrepreneurial scene here in, in, in the triad. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we talk a lot about as a board, but also as a community about sort of the, the combination of education and resources, but also capital. And then like those, those three things kind of make up what you need for setting up a successful business. And I think one of the great things about the accelerator program at launch is that it's so pivotal in helping people prepare for raising capital because it's hard. I mean, no matter, I, you know, I think if people told you they had an easy time, they're probably not telling the truth. I think that having that support and education and training really on how to approach it, I think I hear so many people that come out of launch talk about how helpful that was. A great way for anyone from the community that's interested to see how that works is to come to Capital Connects, which is in the spring of 2021. And um, it's where companies that have come through the accelerator program pitch essentially. And so it's for anyone in the community, investors to be able to really see what's going on on the entrepreneurial side in Greensboro. And I, I've been really excited to see that grow over the years. And even before we have Capital Connects, we have Demo Day on December 14th. And that's the event that leads up to Capital Connects. So the people that end up um, being the highest performers there will automatically get a place in the Capital Connects pitch. So really encourage everyone to join us. It's going to be, um, both are going to be virtual events this year. So we'll share information, obviously, as it continues to be solidified, but both Demo Day and Capital Connects, we really encourage everyone to join us. And then we are already accepting applications for the Spring Growth Program, which you can find on the launch website. All right, guys. So as always, we encourage you to follow us on social. We're at Launch Greensboro on Instagram, also on Twitter. LinkedIn and Facebook. And like I said before, we'll continue to post more information about the events that are coming up. And if you're interested in the fund, like Cliff said, you can find out more information on the website. And that is firstlaunchcapitalfund.com. Awesome. 
All right, Jonathan and Ursula, thank you so much. I feel like I learned so much about the two of you today and feel so inspired to be on the board with you guys. Thank you for taking the time to chat with us today. No problem, likewise. Thanks for having us. It was, it was great. Yeah, thank you all for being there and uh, really enjoyed it. And you too, Kelly. Really cool story. I want to hear more about your adventures with Madonna. I know, I know. <laughs> right? that over a drink sometime. The next board meeting, I think, is going to be Kelly telling us about her adventures. <laughs> I definitely got schooled in many ways. Um, all right. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. And we look forward to hearing from you soon. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube thanks to our video sponsor, North State. Impact the Borough is recorded at Press Play Studios Producers are Brody Cohen Glaze and Holly West. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GSO Chamber. See you next time.